This is an IELTS Energy Podcast, episode 1079, Life After IELTS, Oscar's Three Tips to Thrive in Canada. Welcome to the IELTS Energy Podcast from All Ears English, downloaded more than 22 million times with former IELTS examiner Jessica Beck and today's featured guest. If you are stuck with a low score, our insider method will help you get the score you need to unlock your dreams. Get your estimated band score now with our two-minute quiz. Go to allearsenglish.com forward slash my score. Today, you'll meet Oscar Sasania, host of the podcast, Immigrants of Toronto. You'll hear about his own immigration journey and his expert advice on preparing for success in Canada or any country you hope to settle in when you're done with IELTS and ready for your dream life. What defines an advanced English speaker? The ability to not only have interesting conversations with native speakers, but also the ability to be interesting in these conversations. Make an astute observation. Ask good questions. Speak with a confident pitch. These are conversational skills that require a special method and a structured study plan. Join our brand new B2 English fluency course. It's 100% based on interesting, spontaneous, unrehearsed video interviews with native speakers. Real English. Save up to $100 before June 7th and get a free bonus. Go to allearsenglish.com slash B2. That's allearsenglish.com slash letter B number two. IELTS Energy listeners. We have a very special guest today. Um, I want to encourage you guys, listen to this whole episode because you know what? IELTS is not the end of your journey. IELTS is one step toward a much bigger journey, guys. And we want to motivate you to get through this test and on to your bigger dreams, your future life, the life you want for yourself. So guys, we are going to talk about how to succeed when you move to Canada specifically, because a lot of you are, but guys, this advice goes for any new country that you're planning on settling in, in the future. So that was a big introduction. Lots of context. Uh, we are here with Oscar Sasania today. Welcome to the show. Thank you very much. I'm really happy to be here. And Oscar, you are an expert, I would say, on how to <laughs> how to thrive in Canada. Now, what makes you an expert on this subject? Well, first of all, like being an expert is really hard. <laughs> and so I don't think I am. Uh, I just uh, I think I've been gathering a lot of stories from people and learning from everybody else around me. And I think that just gives me a... I would say a wider perspective. It's not that I'm an expert or anything. I would say that uh, my, because because my advice might not help you, but it might help other person. So it's it's also a different point of view. I would say that. 
Well, guys, we're we're kind of burying the lead here. Maybe you're wondering, like, why is this person here? Who is Oscar? Guys, he is the creator and host of a podcast, an amazing podcast. I've listened to some episodes, of course, before inviting you on the show. <laughs> and Oscar, can you explain what you do on this show? So it's called Immigrants of Toronto. Is that correct? That is correct. Okay. Yeah. And... What do you do on this podcast? Um, so it's, it's very simple. Like, like I was saying, what I try to do there is to focus on people who are not from here that decided mm-hmm. to call Toronto home. And once they come here, I, they, they, everybody has uh, amazing stories. Like every story is different. Like doesn't matter yeah. how, they, how they arrived. Uh, everybody struggles about something. And it's very, it's fascinating to hear what they're saying, what they want to share um, honestly, it's 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 great, and that's the focus of the podcast. Like every week, I try to interview somebody new from a different country to tell mm-hmm. us why they decided to move abroad. Yeah. Why? Why did they leave? I think the the main question that I always have is like, why did you decide to leave your life, something yeah, that you already yeah. had built, your friends, your family, to move to another country? With maybe it's a completely different culture. It yeah. might be a different language. Why did you do that? So it's very interesting. That's what that's what the podcast is about. What? Okay, we do have three pieces of advice for you guys to succeed in Canada, but I have so many questions for you, Oscar, before, <laughs> before we get to that. Um, Oscar, what made you leave Mexico and decide to set, settle in Toronto? Because, I mean, that's a different culture, right? Like, that had to be difficult. Why did you decide to undertake such difficulty and risk? Um, I, I love the weather in Canada, like the cold and long winters. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> no, <awesome. it's, laughs> um, I think in, in my case, it was uh, uh, more like a decision of related to the, uh, the politics and society, okay. um, how everything was unfolding in Mexico. Sure. Uh, at some point, I just gave up. It's like, you know what? I need to, if this country is never going to be the country that I, that I dream to be, uh, yeah. I need to find another country that is more aligned to the way I think. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's when Canada just kind of popped up and started doing some research and applied. And three years later, we moved here. It always amazes me how long the process is. I am always so just in awe of our students what they go through to build a different life for themselves and oftentimes their families in another country. I mean, years of effort goes into this and IELTS is just one piece. I realize that. Um, and I feel so grateful that we can help people solve that one piece at least. <laughs> um, but like the, years, years of effort. I'm just always, I have so much respect for you guys all out there taking this risk, pushing yourselves so you can create the life you want to. Um, mm. So Oscar, when did you decide to start your podcast? Um, I started it almost, well, a little over two years ago, actually. And, oh, uh, wow. Yeah, it was in 2019. Um, and I think I decided to do something early, maybe late 2018, early uh, 2019, maybe around the holidays. I was thinking about doing something for the for the immigrant community because here in Toronto, as you might know, it's a big community. Like, yeah, I think it's half the population wasn't born here, so you can walk around. You're going to find 
thousands of people who really? might not even be speaking English in, in the street. And it's fascinating. Oh, I love so, it. Yeah. So it's, is uh, it, it's kind of like the, the New York of Canada, maybe? <laughs> <laughs> it, it feels like a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. I mean, New York has its own magic. I love sure. New York. It's, uh, it's, I, I love the city. But Toronto has also like the certain magic. It's very, very similar in 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 certain ways. Like both are like uh, financial centers, both countries. Yeah, so that's a good point. It's uh, yeah, and I, I live downtown Toronto, so I live very close to the financial district. So I mean, okay. now we're under COVID and everything, but before COVID, you could see like everybody, uh, like all the big banks, buildings over there. Uh, yeah, yeah extremely busy uh, it was i mean I, I like that so uh, i mean that's i come from awesome. mexico city nothing can be busier than that so <laughs> yeah seriously <laughs> that's one of that's one of the most chaotic cities i imagine yeah. right yeah, um yeah. so toronto was like even though it's a fast-paced huge city um did it seem calmer to you oh absolutely for me yeah. just living, living in the suburbs like <laughs> <laughs> you like moved to the countryside compared <laughs> yeah. to mexico city okay so Let's get to your advice for our students. Um, guys, I want to remind you to check out his podcast, Immigrants of Toronto. Um, Oscar, where can our students find and follow your podcast? Um, it's very easy to follow on social media. I'm in uh, most, uh, most platforms. Um, you can also go to the website, immigrantsoftoronto.com. Awesome. And uh, also it's available on every uh, podcast app, like Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts everywhere. You name it, you can find <laughs> immigrants of Toronto there. Okay, yeah. so let's get to your advice. You have three pieces of advice for our students who, many of whom are going to settle in Canada. We have tons of students undergoing that general training so they could get that. They could snag that magical PR in Canada. Um, so once they do that, right, once they are, they have all the permissions and they're ready to go, um, how can they make sure that they are going to thrive? When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hmm. Um, yeah, I actually thought about it and I actually picked three, three things because awesome. I think the first one is the language. And I think it's part of what we've been discussing here. Like mm -hmm. um, when you move to a new country, if you have, if you, if you grew up speaking a different language, you will notice that even, even if you speak the language, if you know the words and maybe you practice it all the time, the culture the the language actually forges the culture as well like one oh, of the definitely. things I, I i i notice here is spanish is very rich and it's a it's it's a language where we to say one little thing we might go around and around and around and then we get to the point and it's fine <laughs> if you do it in spanish but if you yeah. do it in english then it sounds like you're not really getting the point and also people are not used to not used to to that approach yeah. they they want to be concise exactly so so i think uh the first the first item that i that i grabbed here was the language and not only learning the language that's very important it's important for you to communicate 
Um, and it also depends on where you're moving to. Uh, the good thing about Toronto is, that, as I said, like half the population wasn't born here. So you can get away with broken English. Like everybody here is open to, yeah. to do, like they go the extra mile to understand what you're trying to say. Like, I want, yeah, I just want to highlight a couple interesting things here that you've, that you've said for our listeners. One is how culture reflects language, language reflects culture, right? They're completely mm-hmm. intertwined. Um, and this is actually reflected on how you're scored on the IELTS exam. I mean, if you come from, we're, we're, you know, this is the difference between a high context culture and a low context culture, right? Like how much context are you giving for your answer? How indirect are you being? Um, if you are from a culture that is more indirect, you do not just tackle things head on, um, especially like Americans, but as Mm -hmm. all English speakers, if you do that in English on the IELTS exam, you will not get the highest scores, guys, on speaking or writing. We need we need direct points, and then you need to support those points in very clear ways, right? If you don't do yeah. that, you can't get more than a six. You can't in speaking and writing. So that's important for IELTS and life. Um, and then, <laughs> yeah, also, guys... I like this idea of not putting too much pressure on yourself. If you are moving to a melting pot, a multicultural city, even the natives there, the locals will have an ear for accents. However, guys know where you're going. If you're going to a smaller town, then people there are not going to understand your accent easily. Right. So that's something to also be prepared for. Like I know my my stepdad, for example, he you know, he doesn't travel very much and he has a much more difficult time understanding people with accents than I do. So Hmm. I think that's another thing to consider um, when you're preparing. So the second goal, building a network. What do you mean by that? Is that something we do before we move to a new country? So that's uh, that's a really good point. So when you can you can start doing it when you're moving before you move to a new country, especially because when when you do that, and we, you have, we have a lot of tools, right? We have LinkedIn, we have all social media around it, yeah. and depending on what type of network you are you are uh, expecting to build, you might approach a different type of uh, social media platform. Like for example, you're building your professional network, then you're going to focus on LinkedIn. If you're building more like, uh, I want to find friends, maybe you're going to yeah. tackle Facebook if you're a little bit older like me, or maybe you're going to tackle Instagram, TikTok, or all the ones that I don't even use because I'm too old <laughs> for that. But that's that's one of the, the things that, that are important in, I think in this case is very, very important. Yeah. Um, and and the, also the other reason what I'm saying about building a network is important is because when when you get here, you realize that, in my case, for example, I moved here when I was 35. For 35 years, I built a network, not knowing that I was building it, I built it. I had friends from elementary school, high school, university, the bunch of jobs that I had there. I started building, people knew who I was. Yeah. If I wanted to find a job, maybe one of my friends would be like, hey, you know what, at my company, there's something. Uh, we are friends from high school, but there's a position you might be interested in. Yeah. When you get to Canada or any new country that you're going to, you realize that, well, nobody knows who I am. Yeah. So yeah. it's I think it's very, very important that you think about that. Uh, and again, don't compare. 
maybe it's going to be harder to get a job, to find friends, because nobody knows who you are. Yeah. But it's important also not to compare the success, I'm just in air quotes, right. uh, that you might have in your home country against yeah. the success that you will be expecting in I the new it. country. Yeah. I love it. Those such great advice, Oscar. It's so true. I mean, we do need a support system of some kind, right? That's this network we're talking about. Um, and yeah, I like this, this reminder to not expect the same quantity, the same outreach, the same level, I guess, of um, network in a completely new place. I mean, I think we have a lot of parents listening that are hoping to immigrate with their families. Right. And guys, I'm telling you, most of my best friends now are people I've met through my son. They're other moms. You know what I mean? Like if you have kids, that is the easiest way to build a network. (laughs) You need to organize some play dates. You need to invite parents and their children over for dinner, for lunch, to go to the park. I mean, that's, that's my number one, I think easiest recommendation there. (laughs) Um, But for sure, I think when you do find a new job, you'll end up meeting at least one person that you can hopefully connect with outside work. Um, Oscar, did you know anyone in Toronto before you moved there? No, no, I actually moved here with my wife and me and we knew nobody. But again, talking about network, my yeah. wife had a friend that had a friend in Toronto. So yes. she introduced us to this. And, and we started building our, our, our network like that. And yep. Yep. in the beginning, it was just like, hey, let's meet for coffee. Uh, yeah. And maybe later, a few years later, it's like, oh, you know what? I know this guy. Uh, he works in, in software like myself. And I'm going to recommend you for something. So it's, uh, it. it's not something that's going to happen. In, in a day or two, it takes time. Of course. So, yeah. so the earlier you can do it. And also one of the things that I that you, you mentioned playdates and, and meeting people through your son, that's something that actually happens. But for people like me that don't have kids, right? I think one of the important things to do is to find people who you have something in common. Definitely. Like yeah. In my, in my case, I find people that I like to write. So I found people who like to write and I've been friends with them for years. So yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's also it's important that when you share something, whatever it is, there's going to be a connection there, and then you will see. Like if you if you're coming from a different country, and it happens to me as well. Like I if I hear someone speaking Spanish, I I immediately get um, kind of certain attraction to that person. Not not of like course physical attraction, but yeah. like I I am drawn to that person because hey, you know what like you speak Spanish, like, and then the language unites us. Definitely. In a different way that will unite me with someone who doesn't speak um, Spanish, for example. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, don't lose that first language connection either. I mean, guys, the... The warning there is to not only have that be your network. You know, I think that's where where a lot of people um, sort of interrupt their growth in a new place is by only sticking to people that share their first language. Right. I mean, Oscar, I'm sure you've met people like that. And it's it's very difficult to sustain and grow a healthy life that way in a new place. So don't, don't lose that. No, feel that comfort, feel that joy of your first language and culture for sure. But don't let that stop you from 
being brave, taking the risk <laughs> and asking someone in English to play soccer with you. I mean, yeah. whatever it takes. Yeah. Um, okay. So let's get to your third tip, Oscar. What is your last piece of advice for our students? So I think the last piece of advice is uh, it's to understand the culture. The, mm. You're arriving to a new country, and we were talking about this in the beginning, about the language, how it, for, it, right. it kind yeah. of helps uh, creating the culture. It's the same thing the other way. So there's a lot of nuances that you might have read about them or someone told you about something that happens, but until you live it, it's, uh, it's something that you, you might not even realize until it starts happening to you day after day after day sure, until it becomes sure. normal. But uh, it's, uh, it's, I think, first, first of all, you need to come with an open mind. You're coming, yeah. you're coming nothing is going to be the same. That's, that's a fact. So if you come with an open mind, you're going to find people that are like you. You're going to find friends. You're going to find um, something and your family here. So it's very, it's very important to come with an open mind um, yeah, yeah, and understand the culture and understand what, what the things that are happening around you. I, and I like the idea of sort of extending on that open mind and being open to you yourself will also change in a new culture, right? You are going to reflect this and I guess be open to that. You, you can grow as a person. You don't have to be and probably shouldn't be the same exact person in this new country mm -hmm. as you were at home. And I think that's an exciting opportunity because you can be whoever you want when you move. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody knows you. Like, yeah. <laughs> right? Like you can reinvent yourself. Nobody has these expectations or stereotypes of you, right? They didn't grow up with you. Yeah. They didn't know you when you were a teenager. So be the who you want to be. I love it. <laughs> yeah. um, Oscar, okay. Thank you so much for coming on the show today. And we want everyone listening. Um, follow Immigrants of Toronto right now. Find it wherever you guys listen to podcasts and check out Oscar's website, um, immigrantsoftoronto.com. Is that correct? Yeah, that's correct. Yes. Okay. And um, I know that we still have a lot of listeners who have already passed the IELTS exam and are already in Canada being successful and amazing. So listeners, um, if you would like to maybe submit your own story to Oscar, Oscar, do you have a contact email address that they can get in touch with you? Yeah, uh, they can reach out at Oscar at immigrantsoftoronto.com. It's very easy. That's or, easy. <laughs> yeah, or there's a form that I usually promote to, for people to okay. want to share their stories. It's uh, immigrantsoftoronto.com slash join, and they can fill it out. It's a short form, but it's going to give us some time to uh, have a quick chat and, and yeah. yeah, share their story with everybody. Awesome. I love it. All right. Well, fantastic, Oscar. Thank you so much for sharing your experience and wisdom with us today. <laughs> um, have a great day. Thank you very much. You too. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to IELTS Energy. Hit subscribe now and don't forget to find your estimated band score at allearsenglish.com slash my score.